It's very important to understand the season that you're in. While everyone was hustling and bustling, while I was even trying to operate from my old self, which was hustling and bustling, losing out on a lot of sleep, um, filling my life with my planner of the goals that I was going to accomplish um, for that day, for that week, for that month. Um, just my life and my hopes were, um, or my relief from anxiety really was rooted in me um, trying to do all of the things. And in me real- realizing that that was my former self um, and how I hustled, how I understood and thought that that was how I was supposed to show up in life. Um, I was definitely um, strongly shown this um, by the Spirit, by listening to the Spirit of God that lives within me, by listening to my body, by being in tune within, by getting quiet. There were so many stages to this um, that I went on that I'm sharing with you and bringing you on the path um, as I walk this out and really just become, be who I am, walk in peace, to walk in rest, to walk in grace, to walk in wholeness, um, to walk in mindfulness, Um, not perfectionism, but the awareness and understanding of where I am. And I think that that is everything. And once again, I always revert back to the old me, the old me, because I really literally would push past um, my feeling of tiredness. I would push past what my body was saying. I would push past all of these um, different signs that was trying to speak to me and it even led me back to all the way back to when I had my encounter with God when I had my awakening with God and in my awakening with God one of the things that I knew that God had been tapping at my heart for many many years and that was to slow down I knew nothing about or accepted or wanted to hear anything that had to do with slowing down because I was busy and consumed with running. I was busy and consumed with um, accomplishing goals and living life and um, just this chase, this um, rat race that I was running, this rat race of life. That I continued to run and push through and I had goals to accomplish. I had things to do. I had um, things to tear down and I was just, you couldn't tell me anything (laughs) because that was my goal and life hit me and it was a divine interruption by God. It was a divine interruption by the Spirit of God that I knew this heavy divine interruption and intervention that I had with my life was my divine awakening, was my defining moment. 
to heal was my divine awakening was my divine moment to transform every part of me the way that I viewed myself the way that I viewed life the way that I viewed things and people the way that I viewed relationships the way that I viewed my health the way that I viewed money the way that I was showing up was from a lot of my belief patterns and growing up was a lot of from what I thought of how I had to show up based out of how I was taught in school, how I thought I had to show up, what um, society teaches you about what success is um, and what accomplishments are. And so I did all those things, you know, I I, um, um, felt it so deeply, even as I became older and I was a college student and I remember um, even feeling so unhealthy walking around the campus. I just remember carrying just this weight, not only just um, my physical weight was failing me, um, I was just carrying such a heavy load and I thought that my way out to that um, was by um, going harder in school and working more hours <laughs> and showing up harder physically. And although um, I am a resilient person and my resiliency um, needed to be adjusted in a more healthy way, I was resilient to survive. I lived in this world, in this uh, perspective of keeping my head above water. And so I never exhaled until I had my divine interruption, my divine awakening. And in my divine awakening, in my divine interruption, that's when God began speaking to me and telling me who I was how God truly saw me and versus how I thought I had to show up. So I went on this journey and as I went on this journey, I recognized that a lot of the things that I thought at one time and for a very long time would be the answer to my solace was in the things and was in fixing things physically and wasn't just doing things that I thought and how I was shown, you know, my upbringing and my environment and what society tells you about in order to make something better. There is a lot of the message of topical answers, meaning that I fix things on the outside. And if I fix things on the outside, then that is the key. But I have been shown on the journey that that is the effects Meaning that what happens on the outside of you is a direct reflection of what is within. And so as I be, God began showing me the inside job of what I needed to adjust, what I needed to do, how I needed to listen, how I needed to trust. And as I began doing that, that's when I found out, oh, and that's when God was allowing me to see what I needed to let go of. 
And I had to cling to, listen to, adhere to, be in rhythm with what the Holy Spirit was doing on the inside of me. So that meant that I had to let go of a lot of things and people, mostly things. A lot of the ways and the belief patterns and the ways that I thought that I had to show up, I had to let them go because God was saying, this isn't who you are. This is not how you have to show up. And not only am I getting ready to restore you and restore the things in your life, restore the areas of your life, I've got to show you you, but you've got to trust the voice. You've got to trust me in what I am saying and speaking to you. So that required me to let go and trust God. And I am in this place of rest. I'm reminded of when I was having a conversation with God and God said that I'm going to, um, this is your land of promise. The land of promise. And I was looking around like, what do you mean the land of promise? And the land of promise has everything. This is what revealed to me. The land of promise has everything to do with your level of consciousness. You know, when they talk about the next dimension, has everything to do with your level and state of consciousness. What you believe internally. What you are aligned with. When the Israelites did not enter into the promised land in 40 days, but rather 40 years, it was because of their state of consciousness. And the the land that the Lord had promised them was yea and amen, meaning that what was what God had already spoken to them already was what God had already promised, what God already spoke, it already exists. And I want to speak to you. What is God has already spoken to you? Just the mere existence of you, of who you are, how you exist, why you are here was because that you were already in God's um, um, uh, 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 plan. You were already um, existing. You already was. You already were present tense. But um, it, in time... Right in the time, the way that we see it, and you came into physical, the physical manifestation of what you, of who you already are, of how you already, you were already in existence before you existed, before you existed in three D. So you may need to rewind that. You already existed. You were already you were already ex- you already existed before you existed in physical form. Are you following me? So the way we view time, oftentimes, sometimes the way that some of us view time is different when we talk about the divine, when we talk about God, how God steps out of time, right? Um, and, 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 and that's what I want to share with you about bringing forth, um, the promises of God has everything to do with your state of consciousness, with your alignment, with your 
beliefs. It starts in here and the state, your state of consciousness, your state of alignment, being in tune to what God is saying to you and are you in alignment with it or are you resisting it or are you choosing what you think is better or are you scared because of what you see around you or what has been shown around you or um um you know god i i can't surrender this you know i got this to do or god i i i hear what you're saying but i i can't do that because i have deadlines or god we think that other things has uh, it's like it's like the other things in our lives i don't know what what it is with you but sometimes we feel that we have to hold on to those things or a believe or certain belief pattern when god is saying I know what I have for you, says the Lord. Jeremiah 29 11, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope in the future. Um, I pray that you will prosper even as your soul prospers, right? But And, and so, 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 so God, there is a desire, there is a pulling, there is a yearning, there is a drawing, there is a, there is a, a definiteness of purpose that God has within you for you to fulfill and walk in there. And simply put, there is an alignment. There is a law. There is a, a, a purpose that God has put inside of you for you to step in, for you to be in alignment with that. But if you're not in alignment with that, you're t- you, what could you, else could you be tuned into? You could be tuned into other things and people and other looking for validation from other things and people. Or feeling you have to hold on to that level of identity or that level of belief. Or that salary instead of listening to what God is telling you to do. God wants to show you a different realm, a different belief pattern, a different system, a different alignment, a different way of showing up, a different way of being. But that stronghold of pride, that stronghold of fear, pride is rooted in fear. That stronghold of that identity, that stronghold of sometimes the instability of our childhood. Sometimes we don't even know why we showing up the way we showing up. Sometimes we just think we got to show up that way. Sometimes we just think we have to show up that way. Some say that again, sometimes. It's because this is how we've thought for so long. Sometimes we've just been on cycles and on ro- in the rotation and the cycle and the rotation and the monotony and the redundancy of just that same cycle, but you're tired. It's time for you, for you to be renamed, for you to be renamed. It's time for you to be renamed. That just popped up in my state of consciousness. It is time for you to be renamed, 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 renamed so that God can resend you to the place that he wants to send you. God wants to rename you. 
He wants to give you the name that he has given you before you've identified yourself with an identity from your from maybe from your childhood, from the from the environment from which you lived lived in, from your experiences, from your past. You've created this name for yourself and God is saying that this isn't who you are. I've given you a name. I've given you an identity is what I'm saying. I've called you, but you're you're you have to answer what I'm what I'm calling you to. You have to listen and what I'm telling you. You have to understand and listen to your body and flow with what the spirit is telling you to do. And that's no easy feat, but I know that I've been chosen. I know that God has chosen me to do this because I have wanted to I have fought so hard because I was like I don't want to do this I don't want to do this calling I'm cool with just being an elementary school teacher but you know what that thing in me would not let up that thing in me would not let up and that thing in you is not going to let up. And you can run and you can hide and you can try to do this thing on your own. But I know from personal experience, if you try to create this thing on your own, if you try to do this thing on your own, you are going to create what, what Adam and Eve had created for themselves that God had never designed for them to create. God wants you to rest in every aspect of your life, but you're trying to create something. Something that God never designed for you to create. You're living your life so hard and trying to uphold and appease people or, or uphold this, um, how you think you have to show up. You're trying to keep this, um, you're trying to keep it. You're trying to hold up, withstand it. You're trying to uh, uh, give it maintenance. You're trying to keep it up. You're you're the one in your own strength trying to hold it up, and you're and you're tired. And that's how you think you have to show up because of your failures, because of your past, because of what you've done, because of your belief patterns, because of how you think you have to show up, because of how you think you have to show up. And God is saying, if you could just trust me and let that go. And it isn't until you decide. It's a decision. It's a decision to decide. It's a decision. That's what it is. It's a decision to decide. It's a decision to decide. I know I'm saying the same thing, but I like to say it. It's a decision to decide. It's a decision to decide to what are you going to release? How are you going to release that identity and trust the unknown and trust what from within your sight comes from within your sight comes from within. Your sight comes from within your sight comes from within your direction comes from within. But what's the cobwebs? What are the beliefs patterns? What do, what do you have to get out of the way? What is God telling you to let go of? What is God telling you to stand in? What is God telling you to believe? What is God telling you to, to whatever God is telling you to do, whatever you are feeling in your spirit that you know that you know, but you've been avoiding or you've been too afraid or you've been fighting really, really hard. God's saying you don't have to fight hard. The reason why oftentimes why we make it so hard is because we oftentimes are like the Israelites. We're stiff-necked people. 
We're stubborn. We think our way is better. Maybe our belief patterns of how you view God. Maybe the environment from which you grew up under. Maybe the hustle and bustle of life. Maybe that's the validation that you receive. I know that was my story. But God is calling you to a place of rest. Not only but a, not only to a place of rest, like just take a physical nap, even though that is a part of it. But God is calling you to a place of ease. To a place of flow. To a place of rhythm. To a place of listening. To be an impeccable listener. To a place of trust. I used to think that my answers was in the tangible, you know. Um, like I thought that um, my perspective about provision was not the way. My perspective about, about provision, God was saying that I am Jehovah Jireh. I am your provider. And so there had to be, there was a shifting that I had to follow and trust and not revert back to the old self. And sure, I had triggers. Are you kidding me? Sure, I had triggers along the way to do what I thought was best. But I kept hearing the instructions of the Lord. I kept hearing the instructions of the Holy Spirit telling me how to operate in that area, what to believe, to rest to listen to what I'm saying, to flow with what I am saying, to flow with how I am showing you. And sometimes you may have to step out of the crowd so that you can hear and listen. Sometimes you got to get quiet. A lot of times you just got to get quiet. Your obedience is everything. It's your lifeline and it's also the lifeline for the other people in your life. It's so valuable. The things that you might be trying to break requires the, maybe the stuff or the cycles that you're trying to break in your family. Or maybe you're trying to lose some weight. Or maybe you want to make your relationships better or relationship better. Maybe um, you want to make more money. Maybe um, you desire for the things in your life to show up differently. And God wants you to get intimate within. God wants to show you that path within. We have brushed away, pushed away, um, been taught to not trust from within but to fix and adjust on the outside. And I just heard a strong no on my own journey. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. This is the path that I have called you to. This is how I see you. This is who you divinely are. This is who I've created you to be. This is what I want you to walk into. This is what I want you to walk away from. What is God revealing within you? And will you trust it? The promised land is not the tangibles, even though that will come. 
But I want you to understand what the promised land really means. It is a state of consciousness. It is a state of alignment from within. It is a state of trusting that flow. Trusting that flow. When you get into that alignment and you understand that that's the key, that is the key to all the doors. That's the key to all the doors. That's the key to all the doors. That is the key to all the doors. You got to be still. What are you willing to follow? What are you willing to rest in? What are you willing to listen to? What are you willing to trust in? It's your lifeline. The life that you think you have to create. God is saying, I want to create the life that you can conjure up in your own strength. I want to create the life that you cannot conjure up in your own strength. I want to create the life that you cannot conjure up in your own strength. I want to thank you for listening and joining me and tuning in. Um, I... uh, would like for you to follow me and, and grow with me as we grow in this journey of rest and being in alignment and 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 being that, being that in your body, being that. It's powerful and it's true. It's not from a place of perfection. Please do not think that it is about perfectionism but it is about listening from within and trusting the spirit of God and just deciding it's your decision but if you're choosing otherwise know that it God is not going to force it on you you will always have signs lessons to reveal to you what God has already put inside of you It is up to you to choose that alignment. Will you allow God to take the driving, the steering wheel? Or will you, are you going to still try to drive yourself? Will you allow God to be the compass of your life? Or will you try to create the compass, try to turn the compass yourself? I became tired, y'all. I knew that God had called me to something, had chosen me for something greater. And I had to choose that and trust it no matter what. And that's just what God wants you to do. But you got to get out of your own way. That's our biggest bit. Is getting in our own way and not listening. You have to listen. And that requires a decision. And that requires the power of you to choose. Yeah. God's not going to make you do it. You have to decide. There will be instances, experiences in your life to get you to decide that best path for you. But God's not going to make you do it. 
I had a divine intervention. And I knew that I was chosen. And God had told me some amazing things that would happen in my life. And I was trying to make those things happen in my own strength. And God was showing me. No. It is, um, they get reminded of the verse, not my, not by power, not by might, but it is by the spirit, saith the Lord. That's all I got for now. Um, if you would like to get in touch with me for one, with one-on-one coaching, um, my uh, website is caminite.org. Um, my email is love at caminite.com. That's all I got. You guys have an amazing Thursday. <laughs> Bye. Operating from a place of rest was really scary for me for many years and for many reasons. If you don't know by now, you can tell what um, my message uh, has shifted more into um, and um, it honestly has been in the background of my mind um, for many years and really it became very loud um, but I didn't quite know that this was what it was and the operative word that I believe um, uh, the Holy Spirit was trying to show me was to operate from a place of rest and my life was so chaotic and um if you uh, you know went and heard uh my previous podcast episode i shared with the uh, in detail and um you know i've shared many times my story in my uh, podcast and on many of my various platforms so i'm not going to go further into detail but i'll just say this my life was going chaotic i prayed to god and God answered me, my life changed. One of the main things that um, I was shown was rest. <laughs> and um, as I've stated many times um, before, and I will state again, that rest was something that was not a part of my my identity, my validation, my sense of self-worth. My, um, it did not feed my fear. Um I I I thought I had to live my life numb and just cold and always afraid. This was a definitely a learned behavior growing up. And um um someone closest to me who, you know, raised me really um battled uh with this severely. And I can remember um being a little girl and um experiencing a particular um um story encounter that I had it was me and my uh, brother and um we were sitting with this family member um in the hospital and um this particular family member just literally um had a meltdown um in the um in the waiting room and i saw just growing up how this particular person just really didn't know how to handle um crisis well or 
um, did not know how to maneuver and navigate through those things that um, life um, had really gotten a hold of um, my loved one to the point where it, it, this particular loved one was always afraid always defensive and always nervous and so seeing that was and trying to navigate through that as a little kid um I did a lot of jumping through hurdles and jumping over hurdles and I believe that some of the structures that many of us have been taught when we were little um um are good for example, my experiences of what they taught me were good. And I recognize as well that because of those experiences and because of those structures um, that were um, those subliminal messages of fear and those subliminal messages of worry and anxiety, um, I found myself navigating through that lens. And I'm so glad that God gave me a new lens. Um, and I would even say further that my lens now is what it should be because my lens is through the perspective of God. My lens is, um, I've been able to take a step back and recognize when my mind is the one that is leading me versus my spirit, which is connected to God, who is who I daily allow to become Lord over my life because I know my mind and I know um, my flesh. I know the fears that I sometimes battle with and I recognize that my mind still has those insecurities and those um, old things that I might get triggered by and I was sharing with a friend that it really is not about perfection, but really this journey of awakening is really all about me being more aware. It's a state of consciousness of being aware of who you divinely are, how God has created you to be versus how you think you have to show up. And that's what I want to talk with you on today. Um, I want to talk to you on today and just take my time with you. So if, if I might, this whole, I don't know if it's a series or what it is, but this is where, um, really God, as I've, as I've stated before, really where, um, I am, um, on this journey is about rest, um, like rest is your promised land. Um, rest is your promised land, rest is your promised land. And I, I, I used to think that um, before I was awakened, that my promised land had to do with, you know, this mansion and, the, you know, the properties and making a certain amount of money and, um, you know, retiring early and giving uh, money away to my family and just, just this heavy hustle that I thought was success that I thought would be me meaning that I would be breaking generational curses and that I thought that, you know, I was shifting and changing things. And I knew that I was chosen. I knew that I was called. I knew that I was different. I knew that I was was cut from a, 
from a different cloth. I knew God had created me to be different. I knew that I was different. I always knew that I was different. Um, I had to break down a lot of what was shown to me. God had revealed to me a lot of the bricks and the the foundation in which I um, was built upon. Um, some of that, a lot of that um, had to be dismantled. And when I had my encounter with God, thank goodness, when I saw the effects of my life externally um, and I saw just the chaos of that, the deep, deep, deep uproar and chaos of that, um, I thought it was in fixing problems on the outside. And when I had my encounter, when I really cried out to God and had my encounter, God began showing me that once again, what was happening on the outside was a direct reflect of what you had troubling within you for a long time, ever since you were little, but you didn't know it was um, in your way. It was just something that you thought you had to um, keep, or you may not even have, didn't even know consciously, you know, weren't even aware that this stuff was just in in the way. Um, but I always felt, like I said, something in my spirit telling me something else. I can remember our oldest had said, Mom, you know, I always felt that you were thinking about something that there was something else in you that you were focused on. And looking back, it was my soul that was in search of the truth. And I didn't quite know until I had my encounter. And I'm so grateful that I had that defining mo- moment. I... It was. It felt like the epitome of like uh, a tornado that could just hit, hit you know, my life. Um, and you know, you how when the tornado ends. I'm a visual person. When the tornado ends, and when the tornado ends, and let's say you return back to that city, and you look around and you see everything that the tornado has damaged. But tornadoes and storms has the ability. When the storm passes, at when I look about, when I think about it, and I look look around, um, um, when I would when the tornado was happening, the tornado had started when I was little, and the tornado began building and building and building and building and building, right? And so it just began tearing um, up things. It began, you know, just becoming sheer chaos but what I recognized behind that tornado was the Holy Spirit that was uprooting things and things were rumbling within me that I was like this is not it but I didn't quite know what it was and so when I cried out to God when my soul was having crying out to God when I finally just surrendered and just opened up my mouth and said God just show me who I am and God began showing me who I am with this unconditional love, began showing me the areas of my life, uh, showing me the truth, began revealing things to me, began prophesying to me, began telling me these things that were going to happen greatly in my life and what I had to release within myself, what I had to let go within myself, that the baggage and the internal stuff that I had to release and let go and trust God in the in a way that I had never trusted before. Of course, now this happened in increments. Is all I need to know. <laughs> the process of that happened in increments. But when I think about the tornado, I just began thinking about looking when the tornado was over, looking at everything around me. Looking at everything around me and like, whoa. Whoa. But in my spirit, 
it felt like a new start in my spirit. It was like, hallelujah. In my spirit, it felt cleansed. In my spirit, it was leaping for joy. In my spirit, it was yelling, this is it. This is it. In my flesh was where I had the issue. In my mind was where I had the the trouble with releasing, letting go of the old. And a lot of I'm, I'm going to allow you to walk with me because the whole point of me sharing all of this is so that you can walk in truth, freedom, love, wholeness, joy, peace, grace, your birthright. Everything that God has for you is within you and we're here to unpack what it is that's in the way. Of that alignment. And I think that many of us just don't know. And I've been awakened to walk the path. To help you unravel. To help you unlearn. To help you awaken. This is a calling I know I've been called to. Because I've tried to do other things. And God has always pulled me back. When I surrendered. That's when I found my joy. It has not been easy by far the beyond the stretch of the imagination, okay? <laughs> I remember someone was saying, how, I don't know the, the, the scripture, but it was, she was talking about how Jesus was saying how he understands why people don't follow Jesus because of the fact that it's hard. It requires you to die um, of yourself, of who you think, it, and I want to say it even further, it requires you to die of who you think you are. It requires you to die of your insecurities. It requires you to trust God. It requires you to let go of your need to survive. And it requires you to shift the level of mindset of trusting God. So it, it is all about abundance. It is all about grace. It is all about God's kingdom, God's way of viewing things established in your life. Um, being evident in your life. Knowing that it is bigger than you, and not only knowing that it's bigger than you, but the effects, the rippling effects that it has on the next generation. The rippling effect, not only does it have and it spills out into your life, but it has, because that is life, right? Jesus is life. Jesus is life. Water is life, right? And so that's what Jesus came to give us, life. Life. But there are things that we got to die to that some of us don't want to die to. And that's the hard part. We don't want to die to that. <laughs> I don't want to die to unforgiveness. I don't want to die to my pride. I don't want to die to what I want to do. I don't want to die to that. I don't want to die to holding my tongue when you're telling me to be silent. I don't want to die to that. I want to fight back. I want to feel good in my flesh. I want to do things that way. I don't want to die to that. I don't want to die to, to that and be disciplined in my thoughts. I don't want to die to that. I want to pout. I want to scream. I want to have tantrums. I want to do things that feels good to my flesh. This is this too hard. I don't want to do that. But I know in my soul and in my spirit what it's calling me to. And that, for me... Is a decision that I have chosen because it overrides that vibration, that realm 
overrides everything that I just said. It has more power than what my flesh wants to hold on to, what my mind thinks is right. And it requires a level of crucifixion that many in this world don't want to do. So one of the areas that I know that I have been shown and something deeper that I want to take you on. When you talk about the promised land, I talk about that last episode. You know, the promised land has to do with the state of consciousness. And I was like, what? When God revealed that to me, I was like, what? It is. It's the state of consciousness before the actual physical manifestation. Because the promised land has everything to do with your level of consciousness, what you believe, what you are aligned with. Yeah. And are you willing to surrender yourself, subject yourself to that truth? Because it's always going to reveal itself. And how did I come to this level of awareness and alignment and acceptance? (laughs) And acceptance. And it was resting. I had to rest. I had to rest. This world is not does not validate resting. The Western culture does not validate resting. I remember I was watching, um, I saw a post, um, I believe her name is uh, Dr. Shamika Dean, and she was talking about how rest is the new wealth. Well, rest is wealth, I'll just say that. (laughs) But I understand what you mean about new because that's new for a lot of people. When we think of wealth, for me, I thought of hustle, grind, team no sleep, anxiety. I'm going to get it or if I don't get it now, I'm going to lose it. Like that, that right there. Mm -mm. What I have been shown time and time again, that that is not how God wants you and I to operate. And it took some time for me to let go and trust that. Seek ye first the kingdom, God's way of doing things, a form of submission, a form of surrender, and all of these things will be added unto you. But it is about a level of subjecting yourself to the spirit of God that is constantly in your ear, but you're ignoring. That is constantly at your heart, but you don't want to let go. It's constantly in your body, but you're cold because you're still angry about what happened to you in the past. And so you become numb. You become have a reprobated mind. You become a stiff-necked people like the Israelites. Or your perspective of your, your view of God is, is, is not the truth. And so you lean into your own understanding and your strength. And good luck with keeping upholding that. (laughs) 
I'm saying that from personal experience. Good luck with trying to uphold and keep that around. Because you be, you will soon become tired. I soon became tired. And I didn't know the outcome of anything. I just knew that I was tired of upholding that. Of upholding something that I knew I needed to let go of. I didn't know the outcome. And I reached a point where I didn't care. And that's when God began doing the miraculous in my life. And I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. My heart is so full. My heart is so full. My heart is so full of joy. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. So thankful. No, it was not easy. No, it was not easy. No, it was not easy when you've been taught a certain way, when you believed a certain way for so long, when you have had the noise and you're around you, tugging you, telling you to go a certain way because that way is the best way. When you have even your own flesh betraying what your spirit knows. Sure. When I've had to let go and sacrifice some things that God told me to do. Like, God, I don't know why you're telling me to do it. But I know you know more than I do. And I trust it because I've tried to, I've tried to upkeep it. I've tried to uphold it. And it's tiring and I can't uphold something that you're telling me to let go. I can't do it no more. And my own strength, that's my pride. I got to let go. I can't uphold this identity that you're trying to tell me to, that you're telling me to let go. I can't uphold that anymore. I got to release that. I got to put a, um, a, 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 a grip of it. I can't think of the verse off the top of my head, but it talks about bringing your mind captive, bringing your thoughts captive, being sovereign over your thoughts, understanding, understanding that thing, being disciplined with that thing. Because you know there's a greater calling, a greater purpose. And I know that to be true. And so, resting, pausing, is everything. I was going to read um, my blog to you, but I want you to take a you know a take a look at it and read it yourself because I just want to flow with what I'm sharing on this podcast. And. I'll leave the link of the um of the uh, of this particular blog um um on the in the description below. Um it's called Resting is a part of resetting. We aren't robots. And it's you know really, really a great blog. I would suggest you read it, you know, see how it speaks to you, how it resonates to you. I just want to go with the flow of how I feel the spirit is leading me to share this with you. Um 
that God wants more out of you and more from you because there is something great that God wants to do through your life that requires you to let go of what he's telling you to let go of. So that you can have the capacity, the wherewithal, the mental ability, the capacity, the love, the lightness, the tranquility, the life, the true life that you have been jumping over hurdles to try to get. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so the Spirit of God wants to speak to you specifically about you in your place of stillness, in your place of rest. God just don't want to be Lord over your life for two hours at church. God wants to be Lord over your life, period. Show you greater things than you could ever imagine. But it requires you to surrender to what he's telling you to surrender to. To believe what he's telling you to believe. To be in alignment with what he's telling you to be in alignment with. to trust the process I want to thank you guys for joining me if you guys want one on one coaching I have a um, a summer um, package that you know if any of you guys would like to um, just do six sessions with me I have a six session like clarity I do clarity sessions with people to help them um, identify their own subconscious Fears was in their way from them not seeing how God sees them. And if you want to do those six sessions with me and have a free discovery call to see if that works for you, then go ahead and click the link below. But that's all I have for today, you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great weekend. Bye.